2: Welcome everyone to the From the Shadows podcast. I'm your host Shane Grove, and um, you know I tried to get Jason, the super producer to join us on this uh, on this episode, but uh, he had some uh, physical therapy and he was unable to uh, unable to uh, uh, jump on board. Um, he may call at some point during the episode. But I'll just I'll leave that as a surprise if he does, you know, he'll pop in and <laughs> maybe say hi to everybody. So we're keeping our fingers crossed. Um, but I want to remind everybody that if you have had an experience or you've had a uh, an encounter that you want to share with us, you can find me or find us on the From the Shadows podcast page on Facebook our uh, After the Shadows uh, forum page on Facebook. Find me on Shane Grove, author, on Instagram or the From the Shadows podcast uh, Instagram page. Send us a message on there, or go to our, our website, the you know www.fromtheshadowspodcast.com. Hit the contact button, and you should be able to send me an email. Um, so, with that being said, uh, I we have I I can't wait to we're going to save it to the end. We're going to make you guys listen to the whole, this whole episode and we'll get to the end and find out why our guest got a hold of me because it's pretty interesting, but he got a hold of me for one reason. And it turns out he's had all kinds of crazy stuff happen to himself. And so I said, Hey, come on, you got to come on the show and and share some of this stuff. So, Joining us from the Southwest is uh, HR. HR, welcome to the show.
3: Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Shane. Thank you for having me.
2: Hey, it's it's my pleasure because um, you, I mean, we've talked quite a bit here off the air. And uh, I mean, you have some really amazing, amazing stuff that has happened to you in your lifetime. Uh, you know, not to mention the event that you got a hold of me about. So um, so I, I want you to, because we've talked to some people from, from where you're at, like, uh, in the Arizona, New Mexico, you know, New Mexico, Southwestern United States, part of the, uh, uh, part of North America here. So, and I, I've never been out there. I hear it's, it's, it's beautiful and can be dangerous and, oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, and you've sent me some pictures of some of the places that you're going to talk about. And I, I'm hoping maybe we can put, put some of those pictures up to give people a perspective of where your story is, uh, is being told, you know, but we'll, we'll figure out if we can, we'll put them up with the episode. So, okay. um, so definitely, uh, so go ahead and, and kind of tell us some of the strange things that you've had happen to you, um, growing up. Yeah and, and into your adulthood, uh, out there.
3: Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, um, I always had a, a curiosity for, for the paranormal, uh, more so after a, uh, an event that, you know, we'll talk about here soon, but, uh, you know, from, from actually from being a little boy, um, I grew up across the border, uh, in Mexico and, uh, I had some, some, uh, uh, crazy stuff happened when I was little, and um, I didn't think anything of it at the time. You know, being a little boy, five, six years old, I didn't really know what paranormal was. So some of the things that happened, as I explained to my my mother later on, uh, you know, it turns out it was it was paranormal uh, stuff. Uh, the earliest that I can recall uh, was in a house that that we actually were renting at the time in Mexico, and I remember playing this in the daytime, playing outside and. We we rented a room on a large, you know, property and this property has several, several rooms. Um, But in the daytime, I remember going into one of these areas that was abandoned and I would actually be able to get into one of the abandoned areas and the area would not be uh, abandoned. It would be, you know, clean, it would be organized and there'd be three women in there. And I would, you know, go in there and play and talk. My mom, you know, let me be outside and this was pretty much the costume in Mexico. Kids go outside and they, you know, come back later on and at a young age. So it's nothing, you know, really to worry about. But there'd be days that I would go around that area and I would try to get into that place and the place would be, you know, closed up and I would peek in the windows and I would see desks uh, just kind of stacked on top of each other, dust all over the place, nobody there. And so I would just, you know, walk away and then come back, you know, another day, and and I would see it in a different, you know, uh, form. And I never thought of anything out of it. Uh, to me, it was just, it, it wasn't. I, I don't know. I think it was out of, the, uh, out of the ordinary for me at the time. I didn't know what it was. Um, but you know, I told my mother the story <laughs> as I was growing up, and she just was in disbelief that 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 was happening. And then she you know made me aware of some things that she was experiencing in that house uh, where she would have uh, lights kind of appear in the walls uh, a green light in particular that it was just appear in one of the walls of the uh the restaurant or the bathroom and it would just shine in the middle of the night when she would get up to use you know the the bathroom and this light would just appear on the wall a bright green light and then it would just disappear and you know she said that that happened several times in that in that area that we were renting, but to me it was I never knew it was it was paranormal uh, or that you know that such thing you know really existed so um so that's one you know one one thing that, that I can recall
2: so, uh, so i want I, I want to go back to the so you kept so you would see the room in different yeah. states of uh, so it would look like it was lived in. It looked like yeah. there was nobody had been there forever. It
3: looked it, like, exactly, it, y- Yeah. You know, and, and I looked well, into this place. So
2: <laughs> that's crazy. So, okay. That's, okay. So,
3: and, I, and I looked into this place because I literally, you know, as I got more interested in, in the paranormal, I looked into the history of this place. And it, turned out, it turns out that in the town, uh, it was actually, there's, there's, two, there's two towns that were the same name, you know, right across the border from each other. And this place was literally right before the border and there were train tracks that actually ran right next to it. I mean, I would just literally walk up maybe about 60 feet and the train tracks would be right there. And so I come to find out later on that this place was used. It was an old house, an older house than I expected, but it was apparently used in the early 1900s, late 1800s. It was around the time when it was built. But it was used to to actually um, there were tunnels underneath that house and they were used to go across the border to um, to traffic um, um, uh, Chinese slaves. And so this this house had a history of it and it never, I you mean, know, I never knew anything of this. You know, as a, as a kid, I didn't find anything else uh, out on this until I was probably like in my early 20s, you know, mid 20s, uh, that this was actually. One of the houses that was used for that in the in that period, um, when they were building the the uh, railroad across the border and so on, so they, like, apparently and the building's still there. You could still see it, you know. And and the section that we lived in was a very small section of that big, you know, building. But yeah, it was. It wasn't. I mean, to me, I I wasn't scared.
2: <laughs> I mean, but you but you realize but you realize that something was off right i mean you realize that like okay like i it looks like somebody was here and then it looks like nobody's been here for years yeah now did did it did anybody did anybody else see that same like experience that same thing you did
3: not that i'm no not that i'm aware of i i i honestly i I didn't talk to anybody else that might have lived in that place um you know when i mentioned it to my my mom we were you know, already living right here in the states. Uh, you know, when I brought it up to her attention or or mentioned it that you know I remember those things about that house, you know, and uh, but you know I never I asked uh, you know when I mentioned to her I asked her if she had anything weird happen at the house and she mentioned the light, but nothing else like that. Um,
2: now, you know, did you did you explain to her then what you what you had experienced or not?
3: Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I did. Yeah. And so because <laughs> she, she, she wasn't... <laughs> because because
2: she saw the lights and stuff, she didn't think you were crazy.
3: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So she, <laughs> you know, she believed me. She's she's had some some crazy stuff, and I think that's probably where I get her from because she had some when she was younger. She had some weird experiences growing up. She grew up way south in Mexico, so yeah. That's <laughs> so that's one oh, of boy. my earliest recollections. Yeah. <laughs> so Jeez. yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah. I mean that's. <sighs> that's some heavy stuff as a kid to, to to see something like that. Cause that's not, I mean, that's not like, did I see a ghost or didn't I see, that's just like a whole room
1: mm-hmm.
2: being one thing and then being another. Yeah.
3: And, and the thing is like, I could just walk in. That's the thing that, that I remember just being able to open the door and walk in. And, and I remember like the doors too, that it was, it was a screen door and then it was a, a wooden door with glass. And it, just be able to open it, but and you you see the windows on the door, of course, you could see right through it. And this is in the daytime. So you know, we weren't uh, I wasn't out in, in the middle of the night anything. This is in the daytime. And we were the only ones renting in this place. It was one one section of this building. And so it's just but again, I, I didn't think anything of it, honestly.
2: <laughs> wow. Okay. So that's a great start to your childhood. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: so,
0: uh.
3: yeah well and, and after that we moved out of the place you know we moved to another uh, a little bit further away in the same town into a different home and in that home I had a couple of experiences but you know and, and this is only some of the stuff that, that kind of I, I recall um, I know my sisters had some other experiences there, and I, and I wish I could recall some of those. But uh, the one in particular that sticks out in my head, uh, this other place that we lived in, uh, was a cat that I I always tried to see the cat. I remember that being younger, because we the room that I was sharing, I was sharing our bedroom with my two older sisters, and so the house didn't have a lot of you know a lot of room. Um, and In this in this room, we had one small window. And I remember the curtain too. It was a blue curtain that we would keep at, uh, on this window. And at night, the the the, the moonlight would you know uh, shine on that on the curtain, and I would see the the shape of the cat. And I remember getting up and seeing the cat and opening up the the curtain to see the cat, and there would be no cat there. And it would just Ooh. be the shadow of the cat. What? And, <laughs> yeah. And that happened several times. And, and I remember because it happened so many times where I would get up in the middle of the night and I would see the shadow of the cat on the on the curtain. But then when I opened up the curtain, there would be no cat there. And, and and it would and and I remember so much because of that, because it happened so many times. And I didn't again, I didn't I was probably maybe about seven, eight years old at the time. I really didn't think much of that place. I mean about that incident. You know, like being, I don't know, to me, it was just, it was just curiosity. I get up and I look and there'd be no cat there. Okay. Shadow. Yeah. And that, you know, and in that same house, uh, we moved out of the place and uh, we came across the border. We immigrated, you know, to the United States and there was another incident there. We had two of our cousins that had visited us from Mexico and stay in that house while we were living up here in the United States. And one of the days, you know, one of our cousins calls us or calls my mom, actually calls my mom. And this is in the morning, you know, freaking out. And he gets on the phone with her and he's he's like, it's, it's you know, HR there, and, you know, me. And I'm probably like about maybe 10, 11 years old at this point. And, and she's like, yeah, he's, he's you know, he's here with me. Cause you know, it was about uh, about an hour away, you know, from, from where we lived at. And he was freaking out. He's like, well, he was standing in the kitchen last night. We heard noises and it was him standing in the middle of the kitchen. And we freaked out. We thought something had happened and you guys had came over, but he was standing there. And we tried talking to him and he wouldn't talk to us. And he was just standing there and then he was gone. So they saw me standing in the middle of the kitchen while I was about an hour away at home asleep with my parents. And they they called the next morning because they didn't we didn't have a phone in the house they had to actually go to a phone you know find a phone which you know we didn't have a phone in that house um, you know so um, they had to go and find a phone the next morning and find out if something had happened maybe that I ran away or something like that but they were freaking out because they saw me standing in the middle of the kitchen because they were staying the place they were staying was a little living room and the kitchen was right literally right there. And so they heard noises in the house, and they they both got up, and both of them saw me standing right in the middle of the kitchen. And it wasn't me.
2: <laughs> and then you and then you wouldn't talk, and then you wouldn't talk to them.
3: No, I wouldn't talk to them. They said that they tried talking to me because they got they they were freaked out. It was in the middle of the night. And so they thought something had happened, an emergency, or you know. and so and so they called my parents the next morning right away because, they thought that I had run away or something like that. And so they were freaking out. And so, yeah, but I wasn't, I wasn't there. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't me. And any of my mom's telling me this as she's talking to them, and I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> just I don't know what to think of it. <laughs>
2: and, and, you know, I have heard of, of that, like, uh, like a spirit mimicking somebody, mm-hmm. um, we've heard that report at the uh, cuz we're near where we're at the uh, mansfield uh, penitentiary where they film shawshank yeah. and and death block escape from death block 13 um, one of the greatest action movies of 2021 anyway so but we've heard <laughs> that many times that in in that prison there's you know uh, a tour guide who has been seen other places in the prison by people that know her and they've tried to talk to her and stuff like that while she's there. But that's in the same build, you know, in the same location, you know? And, uh, so to be like an hour away and have something basically mimicking you, Mm -hmm. that's crazy. You know, unless, unless you were like, you said you were asleep right at the time. Yeah. Yeah, you almost wonder if you've got like this, kind of uh, I don't know, psychic uh, signal going on in your head or something. Maybe you were dreaming about being there, or you you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, maybe like that. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, maybe something subconsciously you you projected yourself. You know, I don't know. That's crazy.
3: Yeah, but it is kind of whatever it is. It's kind of
2: rude. It was kind of rude that you wouldn't talk to him. I'm just yeah. going to point that out. So.
3: <laughs> right, especially after, after scaring them, right? <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. At least, at least say hi. No but that's crazy. I mean, that would freak yeah. me. I mean, I, can, I can't even imagine that. And then having you just disappear. Yeah, that would really be... Just, yeah.
3: just gone. Yeah, and, and yeah, they were they were pretty freaked out. I mean, mostly because they thought that maybe I had run away or something like that. and Or there was an emergency. But you know, I I I never I never felt anything weird that night or anything like that. But I remember just you know being when, when my mom's talking to them and and you know she's telling me what you know they're saying, and I'm just thinking so odd. And I'm like, um,
2: okay, you know,
3: what do you do? Like, how do you you know, react to that? You you know, it's just like okay. <laughs> so,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. Holy smokes. Okay, so. Um... So that happened
3: then what, yeah then what's... <laughs> then, uh, so then you know we, we live here in the United States, and uh, you know there's one incident that happened that was kind of this is the the thing that got actually got me to really look into into the paranormal so uh my my sister my old, one of my older sisters lived with us and she was going to college. I was in uh, middle school at the time, and so we lived in this in this uh, single wide motor home in a trailer park um I had a younger sister and a younger brother, also as well. Well, my older sister and my younger sister shared a bedroom, and my brother and I shared another bedroom. And the way that we had our house, or the single wide, is to the back of it was one bedroom, then a bathroom, and then our bedroom, myself and my brothers, and then the living room. And in the middle of the hallway, there was there's a window that that you know faces the hallway. And on one particular night. Um, I was sitting in bed and and laying, I actually sleep, I was sleeping in bed and I felt like somebody was watching me. And so I wake up, you know, and I turn around and, and my in our bedroom, I had a door open, the light of that window actually shined on the door and we had bunk beds and my brother was on the top bunk and was on the bottom bunk. And I always slept facing away from the door, I don't know why, but I always do that and I happened to turn around, you know, after feeling like somebody was watching me and I see a shadow and and it was a female shadow and and I'm not sure how I knew it was a female shadow, but it was a female shadow projected on the door and, and the shadow had, you know, messed up hair. And, and that's how I remember it, you know, just like really messed up hair, that shadow, and then the shadow moved away and I got up thinking that, you know, somebody was in the house or either my mom or my sister or something. So I get up and I look around and, You know, I go to the living room, I go to the kitchen, nobody there, and I walk back to the hallway and I see that my sister's uh, light is on, my sister's uh, light in their bedroom. So I don't think anything of it, maybe it's them. So I go back and lay down and go to sleep. So I go to school the next day and I come home and uh, I walk in and my sister's crying, my older sister, she's crying and she's talking to my mom and they're sitting down and she's like crying and she's telling her that she's scared and this and that. And, and then I'm like trying to listen to what's going on. And then she starts telling my mom that she had a really bad dream where this lady was trying to take her soul, that she was in the shower and this lady was trying to take her soul and she saw her and she was wearing a hat and, and the hat was really messed up. And she kept insisting that she wanted her soul. And then she told her mom, my mom, sorry, she told her mom that she was actually have been playing with this um so this this game that, that she used to play with my sister where they hold pencils is about eight i think it's about eight pencils and then they try to summon like spirits with it and then what they do is they wait for the pencils to move in and out to ask questions and so she had been actually talking to a, she thinks she was talking to a, to a, a ghost of uh, of a male but then she said that she started talking to a female later on and she said that she was crying when she's telling my mom all this, right? And she's she was afraid and she started to pray in her dream. She's like praying and praying. And this lady would not leave her alone. She was trying to get her, her in her body into her soul. And this, you know, and and I'm listening to her and I'm thinking, holy cow. And that happened the night before, you know, and when she had this nightmare. And and I'm like, and I and I tell her, I was like, I have a shadow of a woman. I outside my in, in my on the door <laughs> of my uh, my bedroom last night. you know, and and she just, you know, she freaked out, of course, because this is exactly what she she saw a lady in her in her dream with you know messed up hair, well, not messed up hair for her, but a messed up hat. And to me, it looked like messed up hair when I saw the shadow. And it was like picking inside my my bedroom. So
2: H- holy <laughs> mackerel. uh okay (laughs)
1: so so,
2: yeah okay um I'm speechless that's some crazy stuff you know because it's not because it just didn't it's not just happening to one one of you you know what I'm saying it's it's you're corroborating her experience at least to a degree of what she wow
3: and we didn't know she was doing the the whole thing with you know trying to i guess she had she had learned this from our friend of her because she had actually stayed uh, across the border to finish school before she came over and she was going to go to college you know over here and she had picked up this thing from one of her friends and so she was doing this with you know my younger sister our younger sister and at night late at night where they were playing with pencils and trying to summon things and i guess it was working for them from what she told us later on but yeah, it was, it was just crazy to me. It was just, it was just unbelievable. Cause I, I, and I, when I walked in and I'm hearing her and she's crying, cause I, I, you know, I don't know what's going on. I walk in and she's, she's blowing her light you know, her eyes out and she's just crying. And, and she's telling my mom, you know, what she experienced and how freaked out she was. And I'm listening, you know, cause I'm concerned. I don't know what's going on. And then she starts to describe this, this female and I'm, and then i i tell them i'm like i i, I saw a female the <laughs> in my bedroom <laughs> last night <laughs> you know the shadow of it at least you know <laughs> so but yeah it was, it was something else
0: <laughs> wow uh,
2: i i guess so i guess so <laughs> holy smokes okay so um so so what else what's the well I, <laughs> what's I, I'll that? tell you one,
3: one more from another house that so we sold that we sold the motor home you know no sorry the, the single wide we we you know sold it off and we my parents bought a house and we bought a house actually right outside uh, a uh, the gate to the military base and this I mean my mom still lives at that house but you know a couple of events that happened there which you know I'll I'll, I'll try to keep those in in chronological order for us but the first thing when we first moved into the house, um, my parents again being you know Catholic, they wanted to have the house blessed. And so they they invited a priest over and there was you know, the priest was supposed to be there at like six o'clock at night or something like that to go in and bless it. And we're sitting there, you know, waiting and he's not there. And so my brother and I, you know, tell my parents, well, you know, we're just gonna go through a cave really quick. You know, we're just gonna grab a soda, buy a soda while we're waiting. And so we walk and we take about 10, 15 minutes. And the time that we're gone away, we come back and the priest already left and blessed the house and he couldn't stay any longer to wait for us. And so they blessed the house without us in there. And and that always stuck with me because I always thought about why why didn't that happen? And and, and, and hopefully this makes sense because I think this is my theory about why these things happen. So I think that we, we t- probably took something with us when we went to Circle K, but um so the first you know few months that we're there nothing going on um it's just my sister and me you know one day um outside of the house and it's it's the house itself had a uh, a wooden door still has the wooden door actually and we had a screen door so the wooden doors open during the you know the, the time of the year when it's cool we leave the door open and the screen doors you know the only thing that's, that's out there and we're sitting outside uh, in front of this door just uh, playing and we're playing this game where uh, you have to move your hands away before the other person slaps them, right? And so, so I'm playing with my sister and I'm getting her really good, you know, like slapping her hands. And, and she's like, "Ow," you know, And we're, we're just playing, you know, just uh, two brothers and, brother and sisters playing. And out of the inside of the house, like right here in Spanish, a male's voice uh, say, uh, and I'll say it in Spanish and I'll translate, but déjala en paz abuzón which translates to, leave her alone, you bully, you know. And both of us heard it. And so, and we're home alone, you know. So, I'm like, you know, what's going on? So, we both open the door up, walk inside the house. We're looking, thinking, you know, somebody's in the house. There's nobody in the house, you know. So, it's completely, you know, empty. So, you know, we're like, oh, my gosh. You know, we're just like, what what was that, you know. And so, we're just, you know, go on with our day. You know, we tell our parents about it. And, uh, you know, nothing really else happens, you know, with that. But um, later on, you know, and, and as we live in this place, we started to notice our names being called in the house. So there'd be days that it'd just be me in the house alone coming you know, home from school or whichever. I would just be at the house alone. And I would hear a a male's voice calling for my sister's name and, you know, it, I would get up and look around the house and see if somebody was in there. There's nobody there, but they would say her name clearly, you know, and then my sister would also hear my other sister's name being called in the house. You know, my brother would also um, say that he heard our names being called, so they would call his name or my name in the house, but it would be nobody else in the house. You know, my brother and I shared the room and at night, because it was actually right outside where the kitchen area was at, we would hear. Uh, we had a uh, French door refrigerator, and you know when you open up those doors, it's just a distinct you know open and close that you hear. Oh yeah. We would hear it opening up in the middle of the night. We could hear opening, closing, and then my mom would keep pots and pans inside the oven, you know, and uh, and so we would hear the oven open and the, the pans moving around. And so, you know, we would get up because it was just right there thinking that, you know, either my mom was up or, you know, what was going on? Because we hear this noise and there'd be nobody in the kitchen that nothing will be, you know, even moved or, or shifted or anything like that, you know. So so that happened, you know, in that place. We had that happen several times. Um, there was one instance where my mom, my mother and I were sitting at a, at a table and the table was. To the to the right was a, a big window, and it overlooked the backyard. And we're sitting there just talking. This isn't daytime, you know. And all of a sudden, I see a person in the backyard run, and this person was wearing a white shirt and blue jeans and runs across the backyard. And, and I get up thinking somebody got into our backyard. So I get up, and I run, and I tell them, you know, I, I get up suddenly, and I tell them somebody's in the backyard. And I get up, and I go to the backyard, and nobody's back there. And we had a little gate and the gate had, um, it was pretty tall, pretty tall gate. So even if they had made it to the gate, I would have been able to see them having to climb the gate because it was kind of tall and, and sneak out. And then our neighbor had a tall fence, uh, which is about uh, about seven feet high, which I would have been able to hear, you know, that person if it was there somebody in somebody, the, uh, you know, climbing over the fence or trying to get over it. But there was nobody, nobody there um, in the same house. Um, We have I have nieces and they're they're in their twenties now. But at the time, I had three nieces that were really close in age. and one of the bedrooms, we had remodeled for my my sister, and we had put those uh, mirror doors on the closet, you know. And my three nieces were playing in this room. They're about you know they're only about a year or so difference at the time. So they were like six, seven, and like nine years old. And the three of them are playing in this room, and they rush out of this room the family's at the house so we're you know we're all you know having a a little get together at the house and they rush out of this room crying and they're they're just like freaked out and one of the one of them actually is able to tell us and she says that there was a little boy in the mirror looking at them while they were playing there was a little boy and all, all three of them saw it and they rushed out of the room they like freaked out walked out of the room, ran out of the room. And they're like crying and they're freaking out because they saw this little boy inside this mirror in the, in the house
2: holy yeah. smokes so inside the mirror
3: inside i mean that's mirror. a yeah
2: that's a horror movie right there
3: <laughs> right? i mean, I mean. <laughs> and, and and it's funny and 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 I'll, I'll go more into detail about this because so this this um so my mom had an experience in this house also with this person and so she was giving my brother a ride to an appointment. And she's sitting outside in front of the house um, in her car, you know, waiting for him. And this is, you know, she's on her cell phone. This is mo- you know, most recent, uh, it was probably like around, well, I want to say like 2012 when it happened. And she's sitting there like doing something with her cell phone in the car, waiting for my brother. And she sees out of the you know, corner of her eye that she sees him go around the car. She hears the door in the back door open and have and him take a seat in the back and she she you know she's not paying attention really to the back she's just looking at at her phone and she goes in spanish she tells him why are you sitting in the back seat you know the front you know why didn't you sit at the front and we're gonna be late you know why are you playing around in spanish you know but you know so and she turns around to look behind her and there's nobody there there's nobody in the back and my brother as she turns back around she sees my brother come out of the front door Oh, the <laughs> Now and
2: it'd she, have been better if he had slid into the seat beside her and yeah. had been sitting right there. If she turned around; that'd have been fantastic.
1: Right? But that's
3: crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, so, but she heard the door open, close, and she even saw somebody walk, you know, around because she had her head down on whatever she was doing with her cell phone. But um, she had her, her her head down, and she, you know, sees. She said that she saw, what she thought was my brother walk around the car, you know, and get in the back. She the door opened up, it closed. And then she was upset. She was mad at him because she's like she felt like he was wasting her time and he was going to be late to his appointment. Right. And so she's like yelling at him before she turns around why are you sitting in the back and get in the front and we're going to be late. <laughs> and then she looks back there and there's nobody back there. You know, so <laughs> wow.
2: Yeah. Cause yeah. that's uh <laughs> boy. Yeah. And she I was going to ask and you answered it like she didn't actually see that it was him. She mm-hmm. assumed it was him. So... Exactly,
3: yeah. <laughs> so, wow. but, you know, and, and there was another instance in this house. So, so we had several things happen in this house. And again, my, my mom still lives there. Uh, but uh, we converted our the garage into an, ex, an ex, uh, additional bedroom. And so uh, this bedroom had, uh, it had a window to the back of it and a window to the opposite because of stuff. A full-on you know garage on the side of the house so we converted that into a bedroom and and i was using that bedroom you know while i was living with my parents and one of the nights i i brought one of my girlfriends over to watch movies with me and so you know we go into the bedroom and she's sitting at the edge of the bed and the bed actually looked to the backyard and then there was a window at the backyard and it's just the two of us you know uh, at the house and so she's sitting at the edge and i walk to the the television, I'm gonna play a DVD, you know. And so I'm getting that ready. And I turn around and I see her waiting. And she's like waving, you know, hello to somebody. And I see her, you know, looking at the window. And I ask her, I say, who are you waving to? What are you doing? And she goes like, oh your your nephew, he's outside the window out there in the backyard. He's waving hi at me. And I'm like, there's nobody else here. And so and and you know so I look and there's nobody at the window but she saw a little boy Standing at the window, waving at her while she was sitting in the bed, and um, there was nobody there.
2: <laughs> Holy and smokes!
3: She she, ne- she never went back.
2: <laughs> so 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 so. At what point then did you guys? I mean, did you, was there a point where you just were like, "This is crazy. We're we're cursed," yeah. or did you just get? <laughs> so used to it that something was going on that you just didn't think anything of it
3: you know honestly in in uh, in in mexican culture you know because i am mexican um we kind of joke around this stuff also you know when it happens we we kind of poke fun at it you know and and we, we we take it serious but we don't take it too serious to where we are in fear of it you know um so we we joke around about this stuff and just like you know when i told my mom about you know, my girlfriend at the time seeing that, you know, we joked around about it, you know, <laughs> you know, so I, I think that's just like the, the way that I was raised and, and, you know, when with this thing. So I like guess my mom had experiences herself when she was, you know, young and, and she still, you know, had experiences as, you know, you know, she uh, we were, you know, in the uh, in the household. But I think it was just that, honestly. And, you know, I never really been afraid of it. Uh, I I I, get it. I don't know I, I it's 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 odd the way that I feel when I experience those things, it's a little bit of adrenaline I guess, but not not feared like I want to run away like I did with the other event I told you about. <laughs> um, but um, but yeah, I mean I think that's that's most of it is just that it's just that you know as a family we kind of always you know had a different perspective of it I guess. Um, we believe completely in it, that there is, you know, paranormal stuff that happens.
2: Um, well, how couldn't you?
3: Yeah. I, mean, I mean, how <laughs> couldn't
2: you? I mean, if you, I mean, is is no, stuff yeah. does stuff still happen to your mom, or does no, she just not know, tell you? It, it
3: actually, you know, I asked her about that because so so my father um, passed away in two thousand fourteen in that house uh, from from cancer, and um, after that we haven't had any any kind of activity in the house whatsoever. I mean, it's been that long uh, and and I even asked my mom because she lives there, you know, by herself and she's she says she's never had any anything else happen in the house. Um, You know, she was she saw the the shadow, you know, not the shadow, I'm sorry, but the person in the white and the blue, you know, white shirt, blue jeans, you know, running in there and then she had the experience in the car. you know and and I had experiences in that the same room that that we had built into uh, the garage made into a bedroom um, the light actually we had a fan uh, with the uh, um, lights and the uh, you have to pull the pull string I guess for the fan and in the middle of the night the lights will come on you you could hear that that thing just click and the light will come on and I will have to get up and turn it off and click it again and it will click back on until I I would just I would have to just say I'm tired, leave me alone. And then it would just it would just stop. So but,
2: well you go you yeah. almost kinda you almost kinda wonder if you know maybe when your dad passed away, his spirit is maybe like cleared out the rest of everybody else. And, Hey, yeah, leave, leave us all alone. Leave leave them and, alone.
3: And I, and I think that's honestly, I think that's exactly what probably happened because we You know, when he passed, you know, as as it is in Catholic, you know, um, in Mexican culture, we we had the rosary for seven days straight praying and, you know, to make sure that he went on, you know, um, moved on from this world. Uh, So I think that honestly, I think that probably was the one thing that maybe was also uh, taken away with with him. Um, And, you know, it's interesting, though, because so I I came to find out and this was actually just uh, before my, my dad passed away and I actually, you know, told him about this. So I had gone to a uh, uh, probation office uh, at the point at the time and had uh, visited with a probation officer. And, you know, I'll go into some detail about that later on. But uh, this person that I had talked to wasn't a person that I had, you know, seen before. It was a person that had actually, uh, was there substituting, I guess, for this other individual. And, you know, we were just sitting there talking and and he looked at our address, and he he asked me, you know, about the house. And it was it was kind of a kind of a weird, you know, vibe when he when he was talking about it. He said, you know, I I worked as a as a police officer. He said, and I had to respond to a call to this house, and I remember the house. He said because it was a it was a suicide, and he had mentioned that there was a young man. And this, I think it happened like in the 80s when what I recall. Is he said that this is when it happened. And there was a young man that lived in the cells with the parents and he mentioned the last name and I'm not gonna say the last name, but um, and it was a coincidence because we were still getting mail at this house for that, that, that per, the family. And so the last name, when he said the last name, I was like, oh my gosh, this is this is the, the, the house. So he's right. But he said that this individual, this, this young man, had actually committed suicide by taking a rifle and shooting himself in the closet, the closet happened to be in the bedroom that my brother and I shared. And, you know, and so he, yeah, he just happened to mention that. And it kind of like, it kind of put everything together for for me of what was kind of happening in that house. And so, you know, I told my parents about it also because it was just something that I, I was just unbelievable to, to me that you know, he even mentioned the name, the last name, and we were we were still receiving mail for these people, you know, and um, and it was just uh, unbelievable. And I think that that was probably the thing or the person, I guess, or the that that thing that was haunting the the house, um, because it was it was a young Hispanic male also, and yeah, so
2: wow, yeah, that's <laughs> and, and what's crazy is that you run into that guy um you know what i'm saying and it, that he tells you that story
3: yeah and you know and it was it was kind of it was kind of because it was like at the end of my process that i was doing and so he just happened to be it was just happened to be like my last visitation to do that and then he um and he just seesaw the information he's like I, I know this address like and he he described the house because we had not changed anything except for the fact that we put you know we turned the uh The garage into a a bedroom and so he was able to describe to me the house the inside of the house and for some reason the whole thing stuck with him in um, the whole case and he said you know that's what it was it was a it was a suicide and he had he responded to it and uh, you know and then he told me about exactly what transpired with that and that in the house so yeah but it was that that place again nothing nothing since my my father passed away that that was it we never had any other, you know, weird experiences in a house. And it, it does feel, the house does feel different, but yeah, it does definitely nothing else, paranormal ones.
2: Well, thank goodness for your mom, <laughs> you know, for your mom, yeah. you know? Oh yeah, to, definitely,
3: because he's there alone.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Holy smokes. Yeah. Well, so let's get into, um, some of your, uh, some of your other experiences there that I, I just think are, uh, are crazy. Like, uh, <laughs>
3: uh-huh. you want to talk about the, um, uh, the UFO incident.
2: Why not? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> well, I mean, because I, um, and, and I'll tell everybody this is, um, so like where you're going to describe, this event taking place, the pictures that you have sent me of are, are unbelievable. Like, like it's hard for me where we, where I'm at in Ohio to uh, put it into words, like the view Mm -hmm. that you have from this place. Yeah. That what these experiences must be, have been like, that's all I can say is because in, in, I guess you'll, you'll say what it felt like, having this, having this thing above your head. But I mean, this is, I just tell everybody, this is imagine the best, like up on the side of a hill view that you could imagine. And this is what, uh, um, it just, I can't even do it justice (laughs) from the pictures (laughs) you sent. No, it was something that, yeah,
3: it just, yeah, blew my, blew my mind. And yeah, it was, it was different. I've never had an experience like that, you know, before. And so, when it happened, it was just—it's um, ah, just hard to to know how to react, you know. But so this this happened back in uh, in two thousand and eight, and it was right before Thanksgiving, and I was up there with my now wife, you know. Um, and this place is up in the um, in the mountains, and it's a it's a chapel that's up in the mountains, and it overlooks the city, and it overlooks also the border. Um, and so this this location, we were right right outside of the chapel, sitting on a bench. And this is, you know, we get up there probably before, right before it gets dark. You know, we get that up early and it, and it gets dark on us, you know, and we're sitting there. So it's not that late. It's, you know, probably, you know, six, seven o'clock when it starts to get dark at the time of the year for this area. And as we're sitting there, um, we have, you know, the lights are on in that area. Of course, there's lights. But I noticed that, you know, it's just, we have a, I don't know, I can't explain it. It just had this weird this really odd feeling and like something, something's going on, you know, and as we're sitting there, I I do notice that, that right over me, it's, it's just, it seems like it's getting darker, you know, and, and I look up and sure enough, I start to see the stars disappearing, you know? And so this, there's this dark mass object that just sits right over us and you know, when I described it to you, it's just, it's just how I felt. It was just claustrophobic. It was like this thing could like literally fall on us. It felt like I could throw a rock at this thing. That's how close it was to us, you know? So, you know, so I, I, I freak out a little bit, you know, and I don't know, not a little bit, I think I've freaked out quite a bit actually, but because <laughs> we're, we're witnessing. And so that my, you know, my wife also freaked out because we we see this this thing and and it just comes right over us. And you know, as, as I was telling you earlier, it, it's just the two of us experienced two different things when it came to this. You know, I told my wife that i I heard you know what sounded like a propane tank. you know, when you have the propane fire on, the whole time I could hear that. I'm not sure if it was just the adrenaline or or the just the fear of it or or what. But I heard that the whole time, as it was right over us, where she didn't hear anything, you know, and and this thing just it went right over us. It, it's, it was triangular in shape because my wife was able to see you know three lights on it. I didn't see three lights. I saw one single light in the middle of it and she was able to distinguish the shape of it. But as this thing travels right over us, um, it gets further towards the border and it's, it's, it's literally at eye level with us from this view and we can still see it traveling and it's following this this highway and as it's going far away it gets to the point where we can still see it we can still make the mass you can still see the mass moving away and this this light comes out of it a white light comes right out of it and it it just moves right across the sky and it goes right over this this town and turns red and then it drops and there's a trail behind it when it drops down and turns red and it goes into the middle, what it looks like to be the middle of that of the town. And we're sitting there just witnessing all of this. And you know, and and I did have a cell phone at the time and I did try to take a picture, but it was there. I mean, this is two thousand and eight. This phone, they they could yeah. So uh, but I did call my sister up because she was in town and I call her up and I tell her, you know, please go outside, go outside. I'm like, you know, excited or panicking or whichever, go outside look towards towards the mountain. You know, she knows where this place is at. So I asked her to call this to do. Sorry, not to call, but to, to look towards this place. Do you see the object in the sky? Do you see the object? And she's like, I don't see anything. I don't see anything. And and I'm like, you just keep looking? And then we hang up. But you know, during this time is when when this happened, you know that we see the light, you know, detach and and then go to the center. And then it could have been maybe about five, maybe 10 minutes, you know, we see. Because the town itself is actually attached to a airport, having I mean, to a military base, and we see two two jets come out of this area, which is to the left, and just go towards that object, and then that's the last that, that we see. We just see the the jets going towards it, and then this 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 object, we could still see, you know, the object, but it was just getting further and further away, so it didn't speed off or anything like that. But you know, it it felt like it was moving fast and slow at the same time I'm not sure if that makes sense but it was just it was just so massive that it uh, it, it moved fast for the mass i guess of it. it it's it's just it is odd the way that it just kind of you know traveled and and just moved away from us
2: so it was like it was moving at a consistent speed yeah just move like um you know kind of like the beginning of uh, Star Wars there where the ship just
3: yeah, it's just cause, cause, like exactly.
2: Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, except <laughs> farther away, except farther away, it's just like, exactly, yeah, it's like zooming away, but it's, it's moving way faster than what you probably think for, uh, the yeah. size and stuff, so, and so you, d- oh my so you don't, <laughs> so you don't think that this was, um, any type of military aircraft that,
3: you know, and I, I, I couldn't, honestly, I, I couldn't say, you know, and, and it's funny that you bring that up because, there was, you know, I heard a story similar and, and, you know, since this happened, I I've looked up, you know, different things on on this and and it was it was it was funny because there was another. There's a story that I heard on one of the other podcasts of this person in, in the same town and she actually said the name of the town and everything and she had this experience in the town, though, in the 70s with this similar object flying right over the town. Wow! Okay. And she explained it exactly the same. where she she started. It was her and her best friend, and she had gotten out, snuck out, I guess, at night. And if I remember correctly, it was she was like in her teens, and she saw this 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 the, all of a sudden the stars started to disappear on her also, and she saw the subject, and she described it as a large triangle go over the town, and, you know, and it's and it's funny that I was thinking back to. You know just the different things that happen and 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 i'm pretty sure you're familiar with the Phoenix lights, yeah, and the Phoenix when that event happened, and I was thinking about this because it's actually it it was my birthday is around the same time, and I remember we had a friend of the family that lived up on post, and she called us on that day, freaking out because she has seen this large object with lights flying over or what you, oh sorry, I just said the name of it. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> this, this uh, military base <laughs> flying right over it. And she called the family, she called my mom and she's telling her go outside and see if you guys can see this. And then so we go outside looking for this thing. We didn't see it I we didn't see it, but it was like, it was that day of the Phoenix lights. And, and, and I guess she had seen the subject go right over the area where she was living. She lived inside this military post um, this military base, sorry, but it was towards the the back of it, which was actually more into the mountain side of it. But she was able to see an object that was like flying over, the, with lights right over. It was it was a large object, and so. But we, and, and like I said, the house that we live in right now, or where my parents lived in, or my mom lives in now, um, is right outside the gates. Like literally, you could you could walk to the gates. Uh, it's probably like about maybe equivalent of about three blocks away. You Know to the base, so it's um, so you know, she that's the reason she called us is because we were literally right outside the military base and see if we could see it, but yeah, and so that was that was pretty interesting. And I and again, I, I was I was thinking about that just just after we had talked uh, about this incident, I started to kind of like think back to that, and I'm like, holy cow, I just remember something else.
2: So. Well, and and that's what I'm. And so when you describe that, and like I said, I, seeing those pictures and where you viewed this from, like mm-hmm. I can't even, I can't even comprehend like, um, how great a vantage point you guys had yeah, it, to see this, right. and yeah, how clear was... and how you could see so much out across. T- the desert and the and <laughs> yeah. the landscape it, w- it would have to be just like surreal
3: it, it, it was i mean you know and i i came home we you know took my wife home you know she was my girlfriend at the time but um i came home and i told my you know my parents about it and i'm like and you know my sister you know she's like oh my gosh what did you see la la, la. you know and, and so we're we're talking about it it is just it was just i i i couldn't explain it i just it was just I couldn't believe it. You know, I always, again, you know, I I looked into the paranormal because of that, you know, incident with my sister and everything, but it always been, you know, kind of, um uh attracted to that the whole UFO you know genre and everything else and looked into it but i never i never expected to have something like that and you know and it's and you know we talked about how i think that's probably more of my wife's side <laughs> that she brings it up <laughs> Bring well it i was on.
2: gonna say yeah don't yeah. don't skirt around that you firmly blamed her for yeah, the phenomenon. Exactly. that, that yes. this would never happen <laughs> until uh, exactly. until she showed up
3: and she's gonna be mad at me now, so. <laughs> <read it> <laughs> because yeah, we had three other three other incidents with with uh, that um, well that I noticed at least, and one of them was on Fourth of July. One of our Fourth of July here, the first time we we celebrated here in this uh, where we live now, and actually my my father-in-law was actually the one that brought it to my attention because it was it was daylight and it was cloudy, but this was actually. Before the cloud, uh, below the cloud. So the clouds were up there, and it was below. And it was a, it was a triangle just hovering right above us, in that area. And it was my father-in-law, my wife, and I. And he was the one that spotted that, just looking up and said, "Hey, there's a, there's a triangle right over us," and it was just, it was just hovering with the plain daylight. And you know, and the other one we witnessed, uh, my wife and I, in the daytime also, just. Uh, outside of between Phoenix, uh sorry. Yeah, like, uh, so be, between these two areas, uh, you know, Southwest, Tucson and Phoenix. Between Tucson and Phoenix is what we witnessed in the daytime. And this one was actually gray in color. It was like a like um oh, trying to think of the gray. It was kind of like a smoky gray color if that makes sense. Um it wasn't black. It was in the daytime and it was just sitting in the in, in the sky and it was just gray um instead of black it was just kind of like kind of like a dark real dark gray and you know and then the other one that i mentioned to you was the the one that i found in one of the pictures that i took of her up in one of the uh one of our hikes up a mountain that it was actually sitting in one of her her pictures uh, a hovering triangle again right behind her um
2: so 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 back to (laughs) the so back to that first sighting. Did you, did you guys ever feel um, threatened or anything, or are you just in awe of what you were seeing?
3: I think it was, it was both, honestly, because I know she was scared. I know my my I, I was. At first when I first saw it, I I I tensed up, you know, because it's just like you you don't expect that, you know to see anything like that. And for her, I know she was scared because the, she like grabbed onto my arm and she was like shaking, you know and then after I kept my cool, of course, after I freaked out a little bit and that I think helped her out, but we didn't feel threatened. I mean, I felt, ah, it's kind of like, uh, you know, when you go down uh, in the roller coaster, you, oh, you get that feeling. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. how I felt the whole time when we were having this happen. So I guess it's the adrenaline, I guess, right? That's the adrenaline just kind of like, yeah.
2: Now, if you had any, now if you had any game, okay, uh-huh. And I'm not questioning that you don't have any game, but that would have been the perfect time to make up to your wife and say, I'm assuming it was from the UFO because I had that same feeling every time I was around, around my, my wife when we were first, you know, going out. That that would have been the perfect time. You could have said, I I don't know if the butterflies in my stomach were from the UFO. So I'm just going to throw that out there. I don't know if we can edit it to make it sound like you, that was your idea or not.
3: Yeah.
1: Right. Uh,
2: Well, so, so, okay. So we can plainly state that you have had a life filled with some, some crazy paranormal stuff and this was this was none of the stuff that you contacted me about Correct. so what would you like so and i'll preface this with that we can't go into a significant amount of detail of the of the how or the where but do you want to kind of describe what it was that you that you contacted me about and, and then we can kind of uh, let everybody know how crazy it kind of got them this week when we yeah. sp- somebody else almost c- corroborated what you sent me. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> so yeah, what uh, what you're referencing to is the uh, uh, daytime uh, images of what we perceive to be either. Um, a creature, uh, call it a rake or a skinwalker. we have we we, we don't know what it is because we can't classify. We don't know what those things are right. So but it's a daytime uh, image, and there's also a video out there of this creature just walking out on on a road. And so that's what I share with uh, Shane was the the images of that
2: yeah, and and so I... So, I'll go let's see, mm-hmm. so I'll dance around this a little bit, mm-hmm. so what you you were in possession of a picture that was taken from a video
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, from a v- very super reliable source um I saw the video of the person describing the details behind how they got this picture. So I heard basically firsthand through this video of where this picture was obtained, how it was obtained. Um, and I was stunned. Uh, the, the, I I mean, you, you said you thought it was a rake. I, Mm -hmm. I immediately because of where this picture was or video was obtained, I immediately thought Skinwalker, um, and it it is one of the most disturbing. Like, I, I wish we could see. I could see the video, um, <laughs> right. but I'm not sure that I want to see the video after <laughs> hearing the person describe it, hearing you describe it. You know how they were, how it was described to you. Um, I, I think I think we can describe what he what he said right is that the yeah. on this video it appeared this creature, which is i mean it's walking upright, it's standing upright, it looks kind of like a bald headed um for lack of a better word, it looks like somebody that was dipped in like an acid bath, yeah. maybe is that a fair assessment like oh,
3: yeah definitely. like
2: like it is one of the spookiest pre- and so the video was described as they could see this thing walking down the road, and this is broad daylight, like at noon, if I had to guess. And it's like the the creature is glitching as it walks. That's kind of what I was, how it was described, right? Like it didn't look right. natural yeah. as it was walking, um, like not real fluid, almost like it. Um like it's
3: glitching, yeah. Think yeah, like it's glitching. I guess that's the glitch. only way
2: they yeah, they described it. and and the video was was checked out by professionals that confirmed that what was on the video was on the video, and the person that gave it to you didn't necessarily believe anything, didn't didn't even correct, doesn't believe in any of this stuff. And just wanted to see what you thought, and and that's how you sent me the sent me the picture. And I was like I said, I was stunned. You you sent me the the video of this person describing uh, how they got the picture. So so fast forward, like, like I said, we can't really go into a whole lot of detail for for your sake, but. I got a notification on Facebook from a page that I am a member of that everybody can go check out and I'm going to encourage everybody to go check out. It's called Sasquatch Dogman UFO Journal. Okay. And when I saw this post, I thought either you or the person who gave you the, the picture that you sent to me, had put a post on this page that's how that's how crazy this post was so on that page if you go check out and i um so this is what What are the what's the date that we're talking so this has been a couple days ago right
3: yeah correct yeah
2: so if you go go search on that page around the uh april 18th maybe
3: Yeah, I think think three
2: days ago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe April 18th. You'll find a picture from straight ahead of a creature uh, being, whatever it is, that looks just like, and it almost looks like the same road. It looks like the same place, but we know it's not okay we have we you checked it out it's not Correct. the same place it's not the same road although it's not very far away I mean it's far enough I mean out in the desert it's may not be very far away but in civilization it's it's far enough away to know that you know it's it's not the same it's not the same uh, picture or anything you know what I'm saying it's not it's not the same event but because what you sent me is this creature from the side. So okay. you get a much clearer, better view of it. But on this Facebook post, it's like a straight on view of this. And it, it blew, I think you can attest, it blew your mind when you saw it, right?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> it blew I, your I, mind. I, <laughs> it, it, and it blew, my, And it blew my mind and what's even crazier is is in the comments of this post um there's another lady from the same area who knew, had a person who witnessed the same thing so um i, the, uh, I mean i'm speechless <laughs> yeah. because yeah, I, I i i just i i I, and I know we can't. I know we can't share the picture. And maybe by the time this episode comes out, maybe we will. Maybe we will. Maybe the person that says, says, you know what, I don't care. Go ahead and share it. Um, I I wish we could get a hold of the video. I know that's almost impossible. Yeah. But it's. <laughs> but then again, I, I don't know that uh, – I don't know if people are ready. I mean, I know people think they're ready. I don't know that people are really ready to – To have good video of some of this stuff.
3: Right. Yeah, I I completely agree. (laughs) Because
2: (laughs) what are you going to do with it? You know, I mean, and and you're trying to describe it as a rake. All I can think is Skinwalker. And I've never seen a Skinwalker. And as far as anybody knows, I I don't know that we have a picture of a rake. (laughs) You know, it's just artist (laughs) renditions from eyewitness reports. Yeah. So... I strongly encourage everybody to go check out that Facebook page if you can, and check that picture out. And maybe I will grab it and put it on our our Facebook and Instagram stuff.
3: Yeah, definitely. And
2: and let people see. I mean, I'm trying to get a hold of that guy too, because I there's something going on in that area.
3: Yeah, there's definitely and something something
2: up. <laughs> I, I I mean. And heck, it, maybe it's tied to the UFOs. I mean, who knows? If you're knows? seeing, if you, I, so, it's just it's a stunning. It was it was stunning, and 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 listening to the person that that gave that to you, listening to them to talk yeah. about it and how it came. I mean, it's pretty credible. There's oh, no yeah, doubt. Definitely. There's no doubt in my mind that it's pretty yeah. credible stuff, and uh, um, it's it's amazing to me. And, uh, I mean, I would really like to get, get some more information from some of those other people and, um, and have an episode with, with those guys and just find some more answers out about, yeah. uh, what that is. And the best part about it is it's so far away from where I'm at that I don't have to worry about it showing up <laughs> in the backyard, <laughs> but, but I do know how, si- I do know how serious and I mean, you understand living out there that the native Native Americans that that be, you know believe in this and skinwalkers and revere them. Yeah. How serious this is that is for them, you yeah, know. I know, yeah. I know, I know Navajo that you know they they won't even talk about it. They're like we won't even mention it um, because they're afraid you're inviting it to come into you know your life. So. Yeah and and after seeing those pictures um i understand totally i understand yeah, totally right
3: you don't, you definitely don't want, don't want to walk up on this or have this walk up on you because what do you do <laughs> how do you react
2: i i, I don't know. In a know
3: <laughs> <daytime.
2: laughs> exactly exactly and and i mean um yeah, I just don't even know what else to. I don't even know what else to say about it. But it was. It's. It is. It's a crazy. It's. It was. It's crazy. It really is. And I strongly encourage people to go check out that Facebook page. And then once you see that picture, so and I know that people were calling into question the what that picture was of on that Facebook page, but I am telling everybody listening, I have seen the profile view of something that looks similar to that and there is no question (laughs) there's no question (laughs) that it is um and that's the best way i can describe it It looks like somebody that was dipped in acid yeah, um, and has kind of had everything melted away from them and but they it's it's a it is a being walking on two legs two arms like you could see that you, you could see it, so, so the arms are um,
3: longer than than you would normally see on a human. Yeah. Also, the arms on on both the the pictures, this picture and then the one that I share with you, the the arms are definitely not, not normal for for a human. So.
2: Yeah. So even if it, you know, and that's what some people are trying to say that it looks just like a human. That's whatever. That then you know what the dude should be. Uh, should be in the NBA Rebounding because with arms like that You can pretty much yeah. You know you can defend you can get down and defend The crossover dribble And and get and get, <laughs> get Tip a rebound to yourself Because those guys this, all, these arms are, are Yeah just like you said Abnormally uh, Abnormally long so mm-hmm. So Definitely. but I, but hey I feel honored that you reached out To me to, to ask me What I thought and uh and it led us to some of these fantastic ghost stories and ufo stories so um i mean i i I thank you for reaching out and sharing and um i am honored that you came on and and shared some of the i mean those are great ghost stories if if ghost (laughs) stories can be great those are great ghost stories
3: (laughs) thank you I i still have a couple more that um that i still didn't share but we can always I can always share those with you later. <laughs>
2: yes. Yeah, yeah. We'll 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 definitely um uh like I said, I'll work on getting these other people with that uh yeah uh skin marker and maybe we can uh we can have you back for a follow up on that and then you can share uh share some of the other stuff.
3: Oh so. definitely. Yeah, we'd like to get their their thoughts on um the images also because yeah, that would be interesting
2: yeah exactly exactly yeah so but uh hr man all i can tell you is be careful out there because uh, it sounds like everywhere you go (laughs) there's something going (laughs) on there's a possibility (laughs) and i'm going to give you the chance i'm going to give you the chance for we sign off to to publicly apologize to your wife for any in in (laughs) sinuation that she may be at all responsible for uh, (laughs) aliens trying to abduct you guys i
3: I thank you for that yes uh babe (laughs) if you're listening (laughs) because i know you are um i apologize (laughs) (laughs)
2: oh i love it all right well uh thank you so much for joining us and uh like i said i hope everybody enjoys these uh these stories that, that you shared with us and uh and and we got to get to the bottom of this uh, skinwalker mystery or whatever that thing is. So, yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so I appreciate that. So, yeah, I will. Uh, we'll we'll stay in touch and we'll try to get to the bottom of it. All
3: right. Thank you very much. Thank you Shane, for having me on. I, I, I really appreciate it.
2: it. Hey, it was our pleasure. It was our pleasure.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast.
2: Until next time never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows we
0: are out